0: Well, hello, guys. Welcome back to Pure Skin Talk. My name is Devin MacArthur, And today we are going to talk about do-it-your-skin care, do-it-yourself skincare. care that can hurt your skin. I know everybody's always looking for quick fixes and quick ways or maybe even inexpensive ways to help your skin, but I'm here to tell you most of the do-it-yourself stuff is ineffective and more importantly can just hurt your skin. So you want to avoid that. But of course, before we get started, just want to talk about a few things. One, I am finally building on TikTok. Now, I still only have 600 followers, but listen, TikTok has been a real hill for me to climb. And so I'm proud of those 600 followers. So if you were on TikTok, please head on over to Pearskin OC and give me a follow. I would really appreciate it. I'm still giving away a microcurrent device for once I hit a thousand, then I'll do a raffle. So one person, one lucky person will get a free microcurrent device. So I'd love it if you guys went over there and followed me. We're in November. We're really in it now. And it's finally cold and rainy here in Orange County. I am so happy. Oh my gosh, I've just been waiting for... Whatever kind of winter we may get, as long as it's some type of winter, because I feel like it's just been summer for the last two years. So I am ready for this. I went to the doctor's on Monday, a last week. I don't know when it was. Anyways, I finally got a shot in my wrist, a cortisone shot. So now I can, I don't have to have my hand bandaged. That was like two and a half months of a brace on my hand every day and I don't miss it. So I'm glad that that's finally fixed temporarily. We'll see how long it lasts this time, but I'm just grateful to be able to do facials again without the pain. So that's kind of nice. October was a really rough month health-wise anyways, but we're moving on and hopefully things will only get better for my health. I just... I like to stay hopeful. I mean, when I'm in the thick of it, I'm like, "Oh, this really stinks. I hate this." But when I come out of it, then I'm like, "Ooh, everything's great. I'm going to feel great and whatever." I mean, you know, it's just the ups and downs of having a progressive disease. Anyways, okay, so I think that's it. I mean, I don't know if I have anything else. Oh, Black Friday is coming up. People have started to ask me what I'm going to be doing. I don't know yet. You know, I'd like to say that I'm going to be on top of things and I'll come up with something this week, but I won't. So I will have specials. I usually do specials on products and on services, but I don't know what I'm doing yet. But I don't know. I mean, listen, I'm not going to tell you what I'm doing anyways until the specials come out. So, but just know that they are coming. I just don't know what they are yet. So that is something to look forward to. Sometimes I put them out a little early just because Black Friday can be pretty overwhelming for everybody, so but we'll see. we'll see. I don't know. I have high hopes for my help myself sometimes, and then I get behind and have a hard time keeping up all right, and don't forget skincare coaching is a great gift for the holidays. Somebody who wants to get. You know, want a good skincare routine, this was is a good, you know, jumping off spot that they can at least talk to a professional and, and go from there. And so you can do that on my website, but it is a great gift. Okay, guys, why don't we just get started into the episode and let's do it. Here we go. Okay, so... Do it yourself skincare that can hurt your skin. What prompted me to do this episode is that I was well, actually my niece sent it to me. She was on TikTok and she sent me this video, and I'm so grateful she did. This definitely helped me get some new followers. I was I was really happy. Uh, this video worked out for me selfishly. But here's what the video was about: using gelatin on the face, not Jello, actual. Gelatin, and then you put it on your face, (sighs) and it's just this is not good for the skin. So, this is the first one we're going to talk about. It really sticks to the skin, just like those pore strips. So, when you pull it off, it can pull at the pores, at your pores, enlarging them, and also it can, over time, weaken the collagen and elastin. I mean, even when I was watching the video, as I'm watching her pull. I'm that gelatin, I can just see the the skin stretching. So, you know, it's if you have even more delicate skin, it can definitely cause broken capillaries. So you want to be careful. Plus, it's not really working anyway. It will take off the first layer of the pore. So, like the topical, like what you're seeing. So it seems effective, but the rest of the bacteria is still left inside the pore. So it's really something you want to avoid. And it was interesting when I was commenting on this video. I init- I initially commented, and then I ended up just doing a, like a, I stitched the video, so I could really explain to people. But people were like arguing with me and stuff, and like telling me that I should stop. And you know, this is fine for the skin. And then somebody, some esthetician in school, was like, "Oh, let me ask my teacher if this is okay." And then she came back and she said, "My teacher said it's fine." And I'm like. Whew, it's not okay. It's just not good for the skin. It's definitely something that you want to avoid. And like I pointed out, it doesn't really work anyway. So you're not really solving a problem here. Okay, so the next one I want to talk about is mayonnaise on the face. Ugh, I mean, I'm not, I'm fine with mayonnaise. I'm not grossed out by it, but I definitely don't want it near like my nose like that. So stay away from this one unless you want pimples. Too much fat and too much oil that can clog the pores and encourage bacteria to grow. I've heard it can be good for hair though. So if you think you can handle that smell on your head, make sure you check with your hairstylist first to see if it really is okay for the hair. But this one um, I've heard about for many, many years. I just have never done it. Like I said, I don't have a problem with mayonnaise But the idea of like slathering my face or even my hair with mayonnaise, like, no, no. That's just, no, that's not happening. Okay, number three, lemon to lighten the skin. And we can even say limes, you know, limes aren't as popular, but I have heard limes, people will use that as well, like maybe in a pinch if they didn't have lemons or something. Limes are actually more acidic than a lemon. So this is a popular ingredient that can do so much more harm than good. In fact, there really isn't any good it can do. While lemon is acidic and can lighten hyperpigmentation, it's best when it's properly formulated in a product made for the skin. People have burned their skin playing around with this one. It makes your skin too sensitive to the sun And most of the time, because it's not used correctly, people have actually sunburned their faces. It's not worth it. It's not gonna do what you think it's gonna do. And you could just, like I said, you're gonna do more harm than good. You know, I have like in my treatment room, I have a lemon enzyme. Now that is properly formulated for the skin. So that's okay to use. It's definitely gonna brighten the skin. It's really great enzyme. But even as an enzyme, it's still really strong to use on the skin. So I can't use it on every client. I definitely, I can't use it on my skin. So even when it's formulated for the skin, it's still something that you have to be careful with. So imagine just putting straight lemon on your face. I mean, that's just more, it's just more dangerous. And, you know, you're working with something that has not... It's gonna be unpredictable on the skin because it's, it's not stable. It hasn't been formulated correctly for the skin. So you can just cause more problems. So stay away from it, please. Okay, number four, witch hazel as a toner. Now this is not a bad ingredient when it's formulated correctly. On its own, it's too strong for the skin and can cause dryness and flakiness. And the natural fragrance in witch hazel is Eugenol. I think that's how you pronounce it. And that's a potent irritant. So it's definitely not something you want to use straight. You'll find witch hazel in products and that's fine. But like I said, on its own, it's it's too much for the skin. But you know what witch hazel can do? If you have a cut or something and you're bleeding, it's supposed to help stop the blood. I tried it a few times. And I haven't really seen that it's super effective, but supposedly it's supposed to help stop the blood. So I don't know. It's just what I heard, but I haven't seen it work yet for me. Okay. Number five, hydrogen peroxide. Now this is fine to use on the skin once to clean it. I use it on my clients after waxing. It's mixed with something else. And So people don't even know. It just kind of smells really good. And I love it because it cleans the area. There's no stinging. There's there's nothing because once you pull out that hair, sometimes that skin can be a little sensitive. It doesn't cause any kind of reaction on the skin. But I only use it once. I'm not reapplying and reapplying that stuff. So I use it once after I wax their skin to clean it. And then I put on a calming gel to bring down any redness that the waxing might have caused. But... You don't want to keep using it. So the reason why you don't want to keep using it is because it actually is not going to let the skin heal. If you can believe it, it's toxic to the skin. So interesting. So use it once, it's fine. You just don't want to keep using it because it's not going to help the problem. It's usually just going to make it worse. So there you go with hydrogen peroxide. Okay, number six, exfoliating with baking soda. Now, this is definitely one I have talked about a million times. I've posted about baking soda a million times on my social media. And this one seems pretty harmless because it seems like you could, you just mix it with your cleanser. It feels like maybe it's, it's it's not like the walnut shells or anything where it's like they're sharp edges, whatever. So it feels like it might be safe and fine to use. But the problem with baking soda is that the pH can cause the skin to become irritated and or rashy. So I've talked about pH before. I actually have a podcast episode just on the pH of skin. So listen to that because it really is important. And so when you mess with it, that can mess with how your skin reacts to the next product you put on your skin and so on and so forth. And that can cause your skin to become irritated and rashy. And once your your skin becomes irritated, you're just opening up the door for so many other issues to start happening with your skin. And that's what you don't want to do. Okay. Number seven, combating body odor with apple cider vinegar. Now people are doing the natural deodorant thing these days and looking for alternative ways to, you know, beat the smell. <laughs> Although there is no definitive data linking aluminum chloride and breast cancer, people are still hesitant. So applying apple cider vinegar is not the answer though. It leaves a scent behind. And then if you add sweat to that, because it actually doesn't help to stop the sweat, you will end up smelling worse. And that's probably going to be with any vinegar, but I'm talking about specifically apple cider vinegar. So if you're looking to help the you know if you don't want it you want to do the natural deodorant and I've even heard with the natural deodorants that they're they're not all that great so something you could try is if in the shower get a cleanser that is like an antibacterial cleanser like even like a Dial soap or they have I can't remember it's called like H- H- hibiscus clean or. I don't know. It's it's something you find in medical doctors' uh, offices. So, like, if you, you'll see it, you'll you'll know. But it's it's an antibacterial soap, and if you use that, like, on your underarms, that is absolutely fine. And then try the natural deodorant because it's not going to leave a scent behind. But because it's antibacterial, it'll help really kill bacteria. Obviously, but it's going to really help clean that area. You also can exfoliate the underarms to make sure that the pores are not, or the hair follicles are not clogged because sometimes that can cause an an odor. So there's different things you can do if you wanna go the natural deodorant route, but you feel like it's not working that well. There's things that you can do to make sure that your underarms are clean and using an antibacterial soap. I don't recommend those kind of soaps for the entire body because they're pretty drying. But under the arms, totally fine. That way you're stripping that any kind of scent, any kind of odor that might be produced. And then also to exfoliate, you know, two to three times a week, you know, you don't have to do anything rough, whatever you use on your face, you know, you can not necessarily, like if it's a sponge, not necessarily the same sponge on your underarms, but if you have one for your face and one for your arms, I'm just saying whatever you use on your face can be used on your underarms too. And that's going to help exfoliate. You can use like if you have a glycolic cleanser or mandelic cleanser, salicylic, even any of those cleansers and just put under your arms. So basically, you're just really making sure that it's cleaned and exfoliated in physically and chemically. And that's going to help. So if you want to go the natural deodorant route, that's a good way to do it. Just make sure the underarms are really clean first. But I would stay away from apple cider vinegar as a solution because it's not a good solution. Okay, number eight, hairspray as setting spray. I've talked about this before. I think I've, I don't know if I've talked about it on the podcast. I've definitely posted about it. Please don't spray hairspray on your face. It's going to clog clog the pores and it's going to dry out your skin. If you feel like you need to set your makeup, at least do a setting spray. I'm still not a big fan because there is alcohol content in them and that's just drying to the skin. But definitely stay away from the hairspray. Just hairspray should be for the face and that is it. Okay, number nine, body lotion as a face moisturizer. These are actually not interchangeable. Body lotions are not formulated for the face. They often have a lot of fragrance and can irritate skin conditions like acne and rosacea. So keep them separate. Now, your moisturizer can go on your face, neck, hands, wait, face, neck, chest, and hands. That's what I do. But then I put body lotion everywhere else. At night, I use grapeseed oil. But you just want to make sure that you're not putting the body lotion on your face because that can cause problems, especially if you have issues with your skin anyways. You don't want to add one more thing to the list. Okay. Number 10, sugar. The jagged edges of the sugar crystals can create micro tears in the skin, causing irritation, red marks, and inflammation. And here's the thing with inflammation. You don't always see it. You don't always know that it's happening. So I have heard many times in my career, people saying like, oh, I use this. And it's fine. Like it doesn't, it's not causing any problems in my skin. Now, as an expert, I can look at their skin and say, well, that's actually not true. So I can see inflammation that maybe you don't see. Your skin could be breaking down in a way that you don't know that it is. So if you're worried about aging, definitely stay away from sugar and you want to stay away from things that are going to, you know, cause inflammation for the skin. Just like we know inflammation is not good for the body, it's not good for the skin. Okay, number 11, rubbing alcohol. So like hydrogen peroxide, people might use this because it can disinfect. This is also one of the most drying and damaging ingredients you can put on the skin. When scientists in a lab want to recreate skin irritation, they actually use rubbing alcohol to do so. It strips your skin barrier of essential lipids and proteins, leading to a decrease in moisture and an increase of bacteria and irritants getting in. Feels like those are a lot of good reasons to avoid rubbing alcohol. I would just keep it away from the skin. It's not necessary. There are much better things to use than rubbing alcohol. Okay, Number 12, coconut oil. This one I have for sure talked about many times. I have posted about it, I talk about it, it's still around, don't understand why. It clogs your pores. That should be enough of a reason not to use this, right? It's not for everybody though, because people are like, it doesn't clog my pores, it's fine. Even after washing it off your face, it can still leave a film behind. So I would just stay clear of coconut oil, especially when there's a lot better oils out there that you can use, like my favorite, grapeseed oil. Okay, number 13, toothpaste. I don't hear about this one as much anymore, but just in case anyone is thinking it's a good idea, I thought I would discuss it. The toothpaste may seem like it's working, but it only dries the skin on top of the pimple. It does not actually kill the bacteria. It can also cause redness on the skin that may stick around longer than the pimple. Okay, number 14. So, this is not actually a product, but we're going to discuss bathroom surgery. Now, obviously, this is not about ingredients, but rather what you might be doing to your face inside your bathroom. So, I've seen and heard people use. Nail clippers, a razor to to cut the top of a pimple, needles, and of course, their dirty hands and fingernails. So I'd like to think that any of those tools you might be disinfecting before you put on your face, but I've heard too many times from people like telling me stories and they're like, I know, and then I didn't like disinfect it or whatever. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like so scary. I remember my mom like growing up, even if we had a pimple or like a boil or whatever, I don't know, whatever, you get stuff growing up and as you, when you're a kid, who knows what you get into. And I remember my mom would take a needle and she would burn it with a match and then, then she would poke whatever she wanted to poke, <laughs> which I guess is a better way because that, the fire is going to, you know, kill the anything dirty that might be on there, but it's really not the best way to take care of your skin. And it's a great way to scar your skin, make things worse and cause more problems. I mean, it just started out as a pimple, but what has it turned into? I've known people who have gotten a staph infection from messing around with their pimple. And once you have a staph infection, you're then prone to staph infection. So this person now deals with staph infections all the time. So you just don't know what doing one little seemingly innocent thing to your face can turn into. So leave it to the professionals. Let us pick at your face because we know how to do it safely and carefully without damaging you. All right, you guys. So there's 14 do-it-yourself skincare that can hurt your skin. Hopefully, you have no interest in doing any of them. Hopefully, I didn't encourage you and think that like, oh, it'll work for you it's not going to. So let's just stay clear of that. And like always, if you guys have any questions, please reach out to me. I'd love to help. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode and we will talk again soon. Bye. Thank you for listening today. Don't forget to follow me on social media at Pure Skin OC. I post lots of skincare tips and videos. You can find me at TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. And of course, you can always visit my website and my online store. If you're local and interested in receiving one of my treatments, all of my services are on there and you can even book from there too. You can also find my skincare coaching if you want to have a virtual consultation with me so that I can help you with your skin. And lastly, but so important, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Besides sharing it with your friends and family, this is the best way to help it grow. Thanks so much, and I hope you have a wonderful week. Until next time.